Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. All right. Uh, welcome, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Geek Vibes Interview brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Don Fisher, and today I have with me a man of many talents. He's an actor. He produces and he even keeps a few bars handy when the beat drops. You've seen him on Bella and the Bulldogs on Nickelodeon, Snowfall on FX, and of course, as Pedro Pena in Shazam. Here to talk about the upcoming Shazam sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods, I'm pleased to welcome Jovan Armand. Hey, what's what up, bro? Appreciate you. You doing good, man? Yeah, yeah, chilling. So y'all had the the uh, the premiere last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, um, it was a full day. You know, I I woke up like eight a.m. and and then my day didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I recently did some stuff out in L.A. I went to an award show, and yeah, that's the once once something like that gets rolling, it's like first thing in the morning, and then everybody wants to go until the next morning, and. I'm not yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got home like at uh probably 1 a.m. So yeah. Um, so I kind of want to start a little more personal. So I'm I know you've been in um a lot of different shows, and I picked Bella and, and Snowfall as the two bookends because they're very, very opposite. Um, you know, one's more for kids, it's very lighthearted, and then one's like it's a gangster world, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. what, how are you able to, and what about you, uh, allows you to walk in between all these worlds because Shazam is like directly in the middle of these. Uh, that's a great question. I would say, um, you know, something I always try to asp or aspire to be, um, is diverse. You know, I've played anything from Samoan to partly, uh, Middle Eastern and just different things like that. It just, you know, um, but I would say with Bell and the Bulldogs, that was when I was 15. So it was a minute ago, but, um, you know, I didn't know anything about football until they taught me and I learned it in like two days. And from two days, I ended up being a pretty decent center. Um, the, the coach that was there, he was actually, I believe, an NFL coach. And <clears throat> he gave me like the speedway, the speed training. Right. And um, you know, he said I was actually one of the one of the better centers that he's experienced uh, from from like uh, movie sets and stuff. I was like, oh wow, thank you. Um, and then he's trying to convince me to play football. My mom was like, nope, he's an actor, can't mess up his face. <laughs> um, and yeah, so so I would say the transitions between roles like Bell and the Bulldogs and, and Snowfall or Coyote, I would say for sure. Um, it takes a lot of maturity and growing and being in tap with your emotions. And I feel like that's happened over time. Um, I've, I've added more tools to my utility and one of them is being in tap with my emotions and being able to control them and allow myself to be sensitive and vulnerable and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's hard to do, man. Like it's especially, you know, I'm, I'm in my thirties, you know, so I grew up in a time where you're like, don't cry and yeah. don't show emotion so has that adjustment been something that's been difficult for you i know you're you're in your what, early 20s like 22 yeah so is, is that something that's been kind of hard Cause i know you started you know uh your career <clears throat> eight years old right yeah yeah so um yeah it's been over 14 years now 
with with being in touch with myself and, and, and sensitivity wise, all that, it did come with time, you know, because as a kid, you don't really know what are your emotions. You're just kind of freely doing what you're doing. And it's just natural to to be, you know, sensitive and 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 express. Um, now, when you get older and social media gets involved and and uh, your peers and stuff, people you meet, people influence you and stuff. That starts to create insecurities and starts to create and mold kind of these boundaries you set up or these walls you put up to defend your uh, your your sensitive side or your or your, uh, your heart, you know. So I would say <clears throat> being able to to take your walls down to just <clears throat> be in the moment and express is one of the best things to do. And, um, you know, uh, as a man, I feel like you should be in touch with your emotions. You should know how to control them. You should uh, allow them to happen because otherwise you're just going to, you're, you're going to ball that up and, and then explode with a burst of emotion. Um, why do that? And why go through that stress when you can just work it out and, and just feel, be in the moment, you know? For sure. Wise, wise words, man. Like <laughs> at a young age. Um, and how does it feel like, I'm, I'm sure at this point in your life, you have a lot of, um, young young people looking up to you because uh, you're in a unique position. I mean, you started young, you're still going, and we see, whether or not we see uh, child stars or not, it's still like a unique position you're in and getting to live this this dream every day. Um, so what has it been like to, to be kind of a, a role model unexpectedly? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, yeah, I, I like they said unexpectedly because that's what I was gonna <laughs> gonna get to. Yeah, I don't I don't plan to be. That's not my intention to be a role model. But if that's how the cards uh, have fallen, then you know, so be it. I I will I will try my best. But I do aim to motivate and inspire and and help people achieve their dreams and believe in themselves. You know, that's one thing that I struggled with as a kid, and sometimes I struggle with today. So it's it's like. If I deal with it, then that means a good majority of other people do as well. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I I think that that with time though, you kind of mature and you grow into these things and stuff, you know. For sure, for sure. So now you're uh, in this superhero world. You're yeah. playing Pedro, and the first exam, you know, he's kind of kind of shy, he's calm, he's kind of off in the cut. And then eventually, you know, he has to burst out of that shell. Um, are we going to see more of that uh, in Fury of the Gods? Yeah. Um, I, I liked to say that he was kind of like uh, an oyster or like a clam or like a, a, nut, a nutshell. And he was just kind of, you know, hidden. But there, there's a raw and and cool person on the inside that just doesn't know how to express himself or doesn't feel comfortable enough or love himself or love people uh or feel loved rather uh, enough to be able to be who he wants to be and do what he wants to do so with this movie um he definitely takes a transition he falls in love with baseball so that's always dope i love baseball um and uh yeah so he just takes a big transition he becomes in touch with his, himself and and expresses himself and, and makes his own decisions now and and yeah it's, it's a cool thing to see you know this character that i've 
come to to love and understand, um, become his own person. Is um, is there other like any kind of mirrors between you and Pedro? Are you similar, yeah. or the things that you had to bring into that character to make him who he is? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, excuse me. I I definitely can, and this might be a little touchy subject, I guess, for, for some people. Um, but uh, I personally know what it's like to feel abandoned, you know, to feel abandonment. I was raised by two, two mothers, my grandmother and my mom. Uh, so my father was not in the picture. I, I have a sense of abandonment, so I can relate to, to, you know, some of the hardship that, that a foster kid might go through in terms of, you know, wanting answers, maybe never getting them and, and all kinds of things like that. <clears throat> so that I could relate to, especially with the shyness too, because I used to be very shy. Uh, some people don't believe me when I say that, but <laughs> I, I used to be to the point where I couldn't even say anything. If you, if you said something to me, like I would answer very shortly and just kind of like either turn around or like hide. <laughs> um, and I used to fidget a lot. And, and that's something that, you know, he did a little bit in the, in the, in the first one. And um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and I wasn't very popular in school at the beginning, not until high school where I stopped kind of giving a, a poop, you know, <laughs> and I just, I just, I just, you know, turned into a different person. And then people started to like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. He's a, he's a dope guy. Like, let me go talk to him. And then I'm just like, no, don't. I don't want to make friends. I'm here to just get this over with. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I would say he's definitely relatable for me and I hope for the audience as well. No, I, I definitely think that, like, even myself, I, I can see myself in Pedro because, you know, I was always, like, the bigger kid, and I was kind of, like, reserved. I, I didn't want to talk, and, you yeah. know, now I do this thing every day to where I won't shut up. You know, it just – it takes a minute. Now you talk, now you talk for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, no, so how has it been now that, um like – I mean, it's almost every kid's dream to be – a superhero, we, whether it's looking up to an actual superhero that we see in the comics or if it's a cop, if it's a firefighter, what's it like to kind of live out the, a hero uh, dream? Um, it, It's very surreal. You know, it, it's it's a crazy experience. I, I don't I don't think that this is normal. <laughs> this is definitely right. a, a higher level of uh, beyond normalcy. <clears throat> Um, but you know, I've been a fan of Shazam. I've been a fan of DC in general. Um, fun fact, when I was a kid, I wore a Superman, uh, pajama, like, like one piece thing. Um, and I wouldn't take it off. I left it on for three months straight. My mom had to literally peel it off me while I was asleep so that she could wash it because, of, <laughs> you know, three months is a little excessive. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a huge fan of Superman. Then I grew into loving, you know, Spider-Man and stuff. And then I went over to uh, The Flash. And then from there, that one kind of stuck, you know. And then I started appreciating villains and their stories and, and their characteristics. Not necessarily, you know, their main mission. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can also appreciate a, a good villain, you know. Yeah, the, the complex. And is that, <clears throat> is that something that cause I've, I've heard, there uh, was somebody recently that I listened to and they were, talking about like why they like playing villains as well and it is because like it's no more nuanced it's a little more complex yeah so yeah, getting... of... oh, go ahead. i was just saying most of the time they're misunderstood too 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, extent. yeah. Sometimes it's, like, it's almost like an anti-hero more than like, or uh, than they are they are a villain. So as you get older, and you know, once you're kind of in this realm, people are gonna want to see you more. Uh, is a villain something that you would like to, um, you know, dive into? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, one day. Sorry. Donnie says, <clears throat> the weather is bipolar. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I would definitely be so down to dive into the, the villain side of things. Um, you know, I, I don't like to limit myself. I, I want to do comedies. I want to do dramas. I want to do all kinds of different things. I want to just explore and challenge myself the best I can. And that would definitely be a challenge. And it would call for a lot from me. And, and, and I feel like, uh, you know, when the time comes, hopefully we'll do it justice. Yeah. <laughs> or injustice. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of being versatile, um, because your career has definitely been that, but you're also doing music now. And, yeah. you know, I've been listening and I, I enjoy, I know you, you were, uh, you gone from kind of more of a um, radio friendly, uh, like I make sure, you know, it's all polished and everybody can, mm -hmm. can get with it to being like, you know what, I'm a little older. I'm going to add some edge to my music. Uh, what's that journey been like? Um, <clears throat> it's been a balance, man. It's been, it's been, uh, you know, a little interesting because, you know, I, I've, I've fallen in love with music, but I've, I've, I've come to not love the the business side. Um, mm -hmm. So I hope to one day be able to just be a creative and just go in there, record, and then the song will be out like in a month or something, you know, <clears throat> but uh, it's definitely a balance simply because, you know, with music and stuff and acting, they kind of go hand in hand to to an extent. I mean, look at 50 Cent, LL Cool J, um, Eddie Murphy. So, like, it's just, it's cool to be able to do both worlds. And and I, I love music. It's been a part of my life forever. Um, I used to play a lot of instruments, like the violin, piano, drums, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but the transition from my earlier music to now, my my thing has always been, like, with music today and music even back then like you know music in the 90s when they would curse it would have meaning behind it it would be a reason behind it it would have more impact it punch better now it's just like after back to back it's it's like it loses the value of the message and it becomes a nuisance because it's happening like every bar <laughs> every bar is the f word f f f or, or the you know other words so it's like ah oh, dog can you not do something else? <laughs> like, can you switch it up, be a little more creative, have a little bit of lyricism? Um, so, yeah, you know, I like to listen to people like Big Pun and and <clears throat> Black Thought and just, like, different things like that. You know, like, Super Lyrical is one of my favorite songs right now. That one's su super uh, fun to get into and dissect. Um, with my sound, personally, I want to balance, you know, <clears throat> yeah, some of it will be very clean and some of it will be a little more, uh, I guess, raunchy or explicit. And uh, I, I, even if I do explicit music, I want it to have a meaning why I'm saying such words and and have it tie in and make sense, not just be like, oh, well, he could have said something else. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to like pinpoint what your sound is because it's like a, you have like the, you can do the fast flow, you got kind of the the suave. Like it's funny you said big pun because you had like that suave like you know same feel i don't know i don't know i have to think about it i can't put a pin on it yet 
but I messed with it. I really like that um, Naughty song. And you, do you have anything new that's about to drop? Yeah. So, so as you know, I haven't dropped in two years. Um, my fans have been waiting. They've been bugging me, and 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 I I've been making making them wait, but. <clears throat> Um, definitely gonna be dropping a song this month. Uh, I believe the twenty first. We had some issues with uh, the distributor, uh, but we were working it out, and yeah, it'll be out the twenty first. Nice, nice. Um, and uh, where's that? So, uh, when it comes to you know the acting side and the music side, like, is there one that you like kind of want to lean more towards, like in the future, or you still want to like balance both? I'd say I still want to balance both and I feel like I can. Um uh that's that's one thing too is is there's never I mean to my knowledge at least there's never been an actor that transitioned over to music. It's always like a musician trans over to acting. Yeah. So you know it, I I feel like even with both sides of it there's challenges because <clears throat> for whatever reason rappers don't like actors and and actors don't like rappers. So it's like that's the whole like uh, stigma or like beef and it's like what so um having to work through things like that and people saying like how can you be a, a full-time actor if you're doing rap music or how can you be a full-time rapper if you're doing acting and it's like what dog there's hiatuses you know yeah there's times where i'm not working or i'm still auditioning and i'm at home or, or i'm doing other things that you know i'm, I'm readily available to be creative and i, I don't want to waste my time you know I'm 22, not to say that I'm like like getting old or something, but um, time moves fast. It moves fast. Time does move fast, man. And and your prime is definitely a thing that you got to take advantage of. So so you know, um, just working it up and and uh and yeah, I take a lot of inspiration from from Fifty and and, and LL Cool J and, and uh, Eddie Murphy and people like that. So yeah, it's hard for people to see everybody else as more than one thing. Once you do that one thing, they're like. No, you're you're an actor. You're like, no, I do. I'm a person also, and I'm a I'm a son, and I do other things. So it's I I, I people are just you know the ones that get it get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so uh, with without giving any kind of spoiler <clears throat> for Fury of the Gods, is there a specific scene or like a I shouldn't say scene a time where it's like your time to shine that we should look out for this sequence you're in? Um, <clears throat> well, there's a scene in a bedroom that I'd say is pretty vital. Um, that's as, probably as much as I can say. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, there, there's definitely like some stunts that I had to do in this movie. And then uh, as much as the stakes are raised in the trailer and the storyline, the stakes are raised in real life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They had wood chips on a leaf blower with a little bit of gunpowder, just a splash. And it's like, what? <laughs> we get like we got like two takes of it too. And they're like, you have to clear or the wood chips might chip your face. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And you got to pull out splinters because I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <clears throat> um, I would say like probably that bedroom scene. That, that was pretty fun. I mean, we all had a blast like. I'm sure you'll see it in the DVD with the behind the scenes. Like we were all just giggling and having fun and, and all that. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Um, okay. So I like to kind of end things with a kind of a fun question. Um, but I mean, really they're all fun questions, but you know, a little lighthearted yeah, question. 
<laughs> um, so if you were a superhero and you had a theme song, who would you want to record that theme song? Oh. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> Probably Daddy Yankee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. that'd be pretty sick. Okay. You know? He can get you hyped. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he, he knows how to get the crowd hyped. He's, yeah. He's and he, he's tapping into that Spanglish market, so it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, yeah, you guys can check me out on Instagram. It's Javonamon Official. That's J-O-V-A-N-A-R-M-A-N-D, official. And everything else, TikTok, Twitter, and uh, Clubhouse is Javonamon. And uh, everybody make sure you check out Shazam, Fury of the Gods, coming out this Friday, March 17th. <clears throat> and Javon, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you had a long night last night, but uh, <laughs> glad you showed up for me. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time, and uh, I hope to be back uh, the next time. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, brother. You have Thank a good you, one. Man. Appreciate you.